Hey, babe. Hey, boo. Guess what we're going to talk about today? What? Integrity. Ooh, that's a good topic. Yeah, and I feel like this is a topic that it's a great time for us to explore with our beloved listeners. Absolutely. Hey there, Jules here, and welcome to Jules Loves Me, the podcast. My life is a surrender experiment where I choose faith over fear to follow my intuition. And it has all led me here to share wholehearted stories about what I've learned along the way. So take a nice deep breath, settle in, and remember, the light in me loves the light in you. Now let the elevation of your soul's experience begin. Before we dive into that, I would love to give an update on school. So school's been going really well. It's been going so well. Um, Turns out uh, I love being a student. I'm not surprised. I know. I'm not surprised either. I mean, (laughs) you've been like a student the entire time I've ever, I've known you. I know. Of some type. I mean, you've always, you're always learning something. You you like the structure of school. I do, which is funny because, you know, anytime I'm involved in any kind of, any type of learning, I'm front row center with my notebook, all eyes on you. You know what I mean? I'm right there. So (laughs) it's like, it, it's just, um, how you continue to learn about yourself really, you know? So the way my program works, there are six courses within the program. Okay. So the program is women in entrepreneurship. And so this program is done by Cornell and, um, we, every two weeks get a new course. So it's just rolling. Right. I mean, summer school is intense. (laughs) Yeah. We are doing so much work in such a short amount of time. So I just completed you know, I'm, I really want to give this update and I also want to celebrate. So that's another thing because our last episode was all about celebration. That's right. That's right. And I am celebrating this right here. I hear you. So I turned in my fourth project yesterday. Not only did I turn it in a day early, but this project was really hard. <laughs> it was really hard. It was so hard because I did not envy you at all. <laughs> it was such a challenge because it was all about marketing and product development. And so many people that I've talked to about this program are like, but you've been an entrepreneur for so long. How is this, how is any of this new to you? And, and the thing that I say back to that is I'm starting a whole new venture and I'm figuring it out every step of the way. So this, I'm, I'm taking all of this, uh, again, step-by-step not thinking, oh, well, I should know this because I would not survive (laughs) if I had that (laughs) approach. So the idea of being able to dig in and allow myself to be that student truly, even as an entrepreneur, has been incredible. Well, let us not forget that you are an entrepreneur, yes. Um, you know, but we sold beauty services. 
We yes. sold beauty products. You know, we sold things that are very, very different from what we sell now. And I commend you on the fact that you're, you know, standing so, so tall into developing a business that is so far from what you know. Like, we're not anywhere in the beauty realm. I know. Anywhere. I know. And, you know, really, that was, that was what was tough for me. Because in the beauty side of it, had no problem there, you know, with structuring that business. It was just, you know, a duck taken to water. I mean, it was no problem. And with this, it was so hard because I really had to sit with what are you selling? What are you selling? And that's such an uncomfortable question. Cause yeah. I'm like, peace, inner peace. Is that, <laughs> I want is that you the to answer? feel better. I want you to feel better, you know? And, and so yeah. the answers were, they, they weren't the, the true answers. Right. So I had to keep pushing, 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 pushing. So after two weeks of pushing myself and holding customer interviews, which were all about, you know, really diving into what their needs were and how I could serve them and, you know, what I could put together that would be a solution in their life. And so at the end of that, I was able to turn my project in and get a hundred percent. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh, y'all. I'm so grateful. Thank you for celebrating this with me. To set the baseline for integrity, I'd like to define it because integrity is one of those words that has different meanings for different people. And integrity in the way that we are going to speak about it is defined as the state of being whole and undivided. So integrity is the state of being whole and undivided. And, you know, when I think about integrity on that level, and I think about my life and myself walking in integrity, being in integrity, right? Like that as a whole, as a undivided, structurally sound unit, you know, I really, um, can feel the the magnitude of that what about you yeah absolutely um there's something about feeling that no matter what happens within your world no matter what happens within you know this life that just has so many different random things coming at you different people's opinions and uh and thoughts and and random events if if you are whole within yourself those events are not scary those events are just what they are, you know, and they're going to play out how they're going to play out, but it doesn't have to change who you are. Mm. It doesn't have to affect who you are. You know, it's interesting. You said not scary. Um, cause I think about that. The, what's true for me is that those situations can still be scary. However, I make the decision to fear less, right. not be fearless. Cause that's not true all the time, but to fear less. I honestly just considered as you were talking about the, the, 
definition of integrity as we're discussing it, you know, without there being division. And I was thinking, it was like, you know, the basis of, of what we talk to people about is that there are, you know, the two thought systems. We have love and fear. And so we're obviously trying to move towards love. And so what we're talking about in being undivided, we're establishing there are two thought systems, but the undivision comes from not allowing the divisive one, which is fear, to enter into you, which is love. I think we're going to have to back it on up. Because <laughs> my co-host, my beautiful husband, just kind of got a little deep. So I want to back it on up and say that the two thought systems that he's speaking about, in case you're new to the podcast or you haven't heard us speak on this topic. So those two thought systems, we believe that everything comes down to a choice. And it's a choice between two thought systems. And those two thought systems are simply fear and love. Fear being the thought system of the ego and love being the thought system of God. So if you think of God as love, okay, and then what does ego mean? Edging God out. Edging God out. Thank you, Terry. She told me that a long time ago and it got stuck in my heart and it's so truthful. Edging God out. So Edging when love you th- out. When you think about that, right. So just interchange the God for love, right? So that would be ELO. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So back to the thought systems, you know, so everything you do is always coming down to that choice. And a lot of times you'll have different options. So you think, right, like different options. And you're like, well, do I? I have an example. One of our members said, well, in, in that situation, what was I supposed to do? Should I just go off on them or give them a silent treatment. And we all laugh, like we all in our group session shared a laugh with that because we were just like, that's what you would think your two options are. However, you're still in the thought system of the ego. Still fearful. Looking for solutions. Right. And then when we, just when we said that to her, she's like, oh wait, hang on. There's a third option. There's another option here. I haven't even gone to the side where I'm trying to be. So that's the the nutshell of those thought systems. So love and fear, love and fear. So how many times have you made a decision? Have we made decisions based on fear? not realizing it a lot of times. However, this causes us to become divided within ourselves. Like I'm just going to keep this conversation today here in my house, in my heart about me. And I want to encourage you as the listener to do the same. Think about you in your life, not anything else or this person over there. Just think about you and your life being whole undivided. What would that even look like? Right. So this feeling of being in alignment with that gives strength. Right. Right. So that's why you feel good when you're walking in integrity. Um, You know, I, I can think back to the early examples of this uh, feeling 
through middle school you know how you're trying to figure out who you are and what your style is and all that kind of stuff i couldn't understand how all these kids already knew who they were like they already knew that they liked this type of fashion and they already knew that i was like this type of music what how did you figure that out? I know. I felt the exact same way. I was like, how does everybody else have so much more of their like their self put together than I do? I was like, I missed the this the time frame I guess I was supposed to do that. I don't know. I mean, what <laughs> what, what how how do I catch up? Oh, I guess I should just do what you're doing. Maybe that'll work. And so I just looked at how everybody else was handling themselves and decided oh okay well this group over here i like hanging out with them well they like this type of music and they dress this way okay so i'll kind of do that when i show up with them and then oh but i have this other set of friends over here and they listen to different music and they dress differently so when i hang out with them i'll do that and so on and so on and so what i realized one day was what do I like? I remember feeling exhausted by this. Okay, just so we're clear, I'm in seventh grade. And I'm exhausted by trying to fit in with trying to somehow tap into integrity. And I'm just all over the place because I have no idea. I have no sense of self. I haven't developed that. Or what might be truer, honestly, is that I did know, but I wasn't confident enough to share that and say, well, these are the, these are the clothes and shoes that I like to wear. And I, I like this music and, or I like a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I didn't know how to say that. You may not be accepted. Yeah. And so instead of potentially being uh, left out or feeling lonely or feeling like I had no friends, I just figured out how to be a chameleon. I just figured out how to make that work. And I now understand that I just kept doing that the older I got. Right. And so this is a funny story. (laughs) so do you remember the first time that you took me to meet your mom oh man (laughs) okay this time period we're so early into our relationship and there's an opportunity to meet your mom so there's an opening um at this posh hunting resort that they have access to and she invited us well she invited you and then you asked if you can i bring my girl yeah (laughs) and uh she was like sure yeah (laughs) and um so the first time i ever invited to have a girl join me anywhere where my family was going to be in the same place so this is a big deal big deal so the um the time comes for us to head on the trip and you were so nervous yeah. about how we were going to be received, how what they were going to think of me, and because I'm, you know, a budding makeup artist, and so I have hair and makeup 
like full hair and makeup going on most of the time because I'm not because I feel like I have to, but just because this is part of my self-expression. You loved it. However, you did not understand that at that time. I think you thought I was trying to impress you or something. So. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what I really thought about, you know, hair and makeup and and how you were. I just, I felt like there was going to be some level of like, of like, uh, people judging you. I felt like people were going to judge you from the time that you arrived at, at the boat. Really? You know, yeah, that was my that was my fear, I think. I was I don't scared think I of knew you being that. judged. But yeah, I really felt that uh, that you were going to be judged and that it was just going to it was going to create a bad situation for our relationship. So interesting. Okay. So I, I knew that it was important to you that I show up the way that would be accepted. That was proper for the environment. Right. Right. So I wasn't, um, it wasn't like you said, you are, you have too much flair going on. I need you to hold it down. Okay. (laughs) It wasn't like that. It's like you said, where we're going it's you won't need all of that right and i was like what do you mean like i don't and you said well i don't know like everyone else is going to be more in the um just really low-key on that and i thought okay conservative and conservative and i was like okay but what does that mean what does that look like (laughs) and you were like, well, why don't you wear this? And you gave me one of your sweatshirts or a sweater, like a big boxy. And I was like, oh, okay. And then you said, yeah. And, and um, maybe don't wear any makeup. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, let's just keep it like as minimal. And I was like, who? who's where are we going like what is that (laughs) so i show up uh and i'm wearing his sweater sweatshirt thing i have my hair in a braid and i have no makeup on it's hands down the homeliest i've ever looked in my life I can concur to that. <laughs> because I also didn't feel good about it. Like, it's not like I made the decision of like, I'm going to. So I didn't have that light in me about it, you know. So I show up and I'm like, all right, well, I hope every, I hope this works for everybody. You know, I don't know. I hope everybody else feels comfortable. Because yeah, I don't. <laughs> I sure don't. And then your mama shows up. <laughs> and boy, did she show up, y'all. She shows up, she gets out of the car and I'm not sure like how this happened, but as she's walking over to us and she's crossing like this bridge type of deal, but as if this is my memory, I remember it too, as if there were like that Beyonce fan on her the whole time, like her hair was just like gloriously flowing, like just like, and then she has these cool glasses on and she's wearing makeup. She didn't get the memo. And then she's got like this cool outfit and she's in bright colors. And I was like, 
And I immediately looked at you and I was like, oh, no, you didn't set me up. You're like, that's your mama? I mean, the stank eye (laughs) that came from my face across to Josh Fritz's heart was serious, y'all. I was like, are you are you serious? So then I have to be cool. This is my first impression with his mom, y'all. And I'm like, I don't normally look like this, but I don't feel confident. I don't feel good. I didn't show up as my, forget best self, as myself, Yeah. right? And so we get to the island and I excuse myself immediately. I was like, I'm just gonna, you know, go go take a nap or I don't know what I said that made sense for the situation for me to go disappear. But y'all, don't you know, once it was time for us to meet back, your girl was there. I was like, oh, no, this this is me. I had my hair done, makeup's on, clothes are on, you know, and I felt so much stronger. And guess what? Everybody accepted me. Everybody felt comfortable with me because I felt comfortable with me. Wherever I am, I want to show up as me, as a whole person, undivided. And if that makes you uncomfortable, then I have to trust that that has nothing to do with me. Because if I'm feeling solid and whole, then I can shine my light the way that I'm meant to. And I can be whole and not divided up, right? So I had to learn that lesson. You know, it's a good story. And it also continued to show up in various ways. So that was just like a, you know, thinking about me in middle school and then thinking about me in my 20s, meeting your mom, and then fast forward to being in my 30s and looking around my life, right? Looking at the different departments of my life with work and being with my family, being a mom, all these, you know, being with my church community, being, you know, I I felt there was all kinds of different um, departments is how I had to kind of separate that out in my mind and so by looking at that I realized I'm doing that again where I'm this way with these people and I'm this way with these people and I'm this way over here and it was exhausting all over again because somehow I kind of found myself in that space where it's like you're just like well all right well this feels appropriate here this feels appropriate and then I realized I'm like I just want to break all of the walls down. I want to tear all these walls down that separate all these different departments. And I want to freely and fluidly be me all the way through it. Now, how do I do that? And I sat there and thought about it. I'm like, well, I have to stop pretending that I don't hear 
these things within me that say, maybe that's not a good idea. Or, mm, don't you really want to do this instead? Or, mm, that feels funny. I'm not so sure. So I had to make a commitment to stop doing that. It actually had nothing to do with what I was wearing, what my hair was styled to look like, or what makeup I was wearing. It was all about the inside me making that decision to be committed to me and to continue to show up as me. And so little by little, I was able to start making those decisions for love and for the integrity of my wholeness. I remember saying, I don't think I'm going to go to networking events anymore. And, um, and a couple friends were like, what are you talking about? You have to, that's how you, and I was like, but I don't like them. I don't want to, it doesn't feel authentic. And then that became my word. What feels authentic? What feels like truth? What feels like what I really want to do? I'll let that lead me. And I continued to practice little by little in those little decisions. And a lot of times they were decisions that nobody even knew I was making, but I knew. And I'd make those decisions based on what felt right for me. And I just kept doing that over and over and over and over again. And before I realized it, the sum of those decisions showed up in my life being different. And then it was like, oh, well, I actually have gotten far away from who I authentically am. And I need to return back to that. And when I was able to do that, I felt so much strength and I felt so much joy because then I was like, oh, man, I'm proud of me. <laughs> I'm proud of me that even when it's hard to not, you know, it's it's hard to trust yourself. And I think that's what it comes down to. It's like in those, in the beginning, you're like, well, should I just trust that this isn't right for me and, and believe in that? Or am I going to betray myself and just go along with what everybody else thinks I should do and try not to rock the boat? And then when you do that, even if you go along with the other person and everything works out fine, which it did in our situation with your mom, it was fine. Like, even though I showed up like that, everybody, nobody held that against me, right? It was right. fine. You know what wasn't fine? How you felt. How I felt about me. And I felt that. I was like, in the mirror while I'm doing my hair, I'm doing my makeup, having a look at myself. And I was like, I can't believe you let him convince you. <laughs> I convinced you to betray yourself. I really did. I really did. So how And many... I was so convinced that I needed to convince you to betray yourself. Mm. That's what's sad. You know? I mean, like, it's, it's, but that's what happens. We all, we all feel the, the weight of, of social stigma of, of, of like what's accepted and what's not accepted. 
and you decide to to project those fears onto other people. Mm, yeah, trying to control. Trying to control what the outcome will be. Right. So instead of just surrendering into whatever the flow is going to make it. As we're having this conversation, I encourage you to think about how you're showing up. How are you showing up? And are you showing up how you want to show up? You know, that's kind of, I think, the the first step to it is like, wait a minute. I'm actually a different person however many times a day. And... I feel really exhausted by that because I know that I really just want to lean into who I am authentically and I want to trust that that will be accepted and really the the truth of the acceptance is that you have to accept you. That's what I came to understand was that, oh, I'm so afraid that I will be rejected or not accepted by these other people when really it's me. It always comes down to me. I want my own acceptance. I want to feel integrity about myself and know that when no one's looking, I still do what's best for me. And even when people are looking, I still do what's best for me. It doesn't change. And I just have that practice of practicing it, you know, those little decisions. So I just want to encourage you right now to think about what choices you're going to make going forward. What choices, those little ones, what choices you're going to make that help you be whole and undivided? The choices that are love and not fear. You know, really allowing yourself to think about it with that lens of being whole, of recognizing the strength that comes from your wholeness, your acceptance, and from your own love. thinking about all this stuff and thinking about different stories or times where we weren't walking in integrity, where we were divided. And it may be in this moment. Just allow yourself to settle in and turn away from all that noise and sink into your heart space. And as you breathe, just allow yourself to imagine your true authentic self. You walking in integrity as a whole undivided being. 
visualize, imagine that. Feel the love for yourself. And know that that whole person is you. And as you move forward, continue to think about your decisions that you can make to strengthen the whole you for your intentional, authentic life and release everything else. And so it is, and so we allow it to be. Amen. And remember, the light in me loves the light in you. Till next time. You've been listening to Jules Loves Me, the podcast. If you feel uplifted and inspired and seen, I invite you to join us in the Miracle Lab where we expand these conversations into spiritual teachings. Do you need a mentor or an accountability partner? Come to the lab and let's support each other while we experiment with miracles and grow together. Visit www.themiraclelab.org. Special thanks to my co-host Josh, who's also on production and sound design. And a big thank you to you for listening. Send me a text and let me know what landed. 229-206-9280. I'm your host, Jules, and remember, the light in me loves the light in you. I'll see you in the lab.